0: Welcome to On The Way, this is Tony Crisp, and this is the 365 Bible Reading Plan. Today is January 23, and our chapter for today is Genesis 43. We're going to begin to go through the chapter in just a moment. As you know, we are reading the key chapters throughout the book of Genesis and throughout the Bible. And because of that, we're not covering every chapter. But I do want to give you the context and the background that leads into chapter 43. And we find that in 42. Joseph and his brothers, are sent by Jacob their father to Egypt. Why? Because the famine now is raging throughout the land. And Jacob has food, as we will learn. He sends gifts of dates and honey and all of the things that they had there that they might not have this particular type of food and delicacy in Egypt. So it was somewhat of a rarity. And so he sent these with the hand of his children, the sons of Israel, the sons of Jacob, to Egypt to buy food. They took money. They took everything everything that they needed for the journey, and they took off, but it was only ten. Remember Joseph is already in Egypt, unbeknownst to them. And Benjamin stays behind because Jacob says, if Benjamin were to be taken after Joseph, then I could not live. And so they went and the scripture says when they came before Joseph, because everyone from a foreign land had to come before Joseph because they had to go through him to get any kind of food. Remember, Egypt was the only one that was prepared for this because God had sent Joseph ahead not just for the children of Israel but also for all of the world during that time and Egypt was ready they had stored up the food and God had prepared a way for the children of Israel because he had a plan remember we're following God's story and so as chapter 42 unfolds they come before Joseph Joseph recognizes them. They do not recognize Joseph. They have no idea what happened to him. And so he began to ask them and inquire, where are you from? Why are you here? Are you the sons of one man? Is your father still alive? Do you have any other brothers that were left behind? And as you know, in chapter 42, they told the story and they talked about the youngest was still with the father. The father was well, but Had sent them for food, and then they made the statement, and one is no more. Well, Joseph knew they were talking about him, and so he spoke roughly to them. And he did not do this because he was bitter, but he had a plan. And so it ended up that Reuben stayed behind. He put them all in prison for three days, and probably it was the same prison where he had been for a number of years, and now they were there. It was not, again, the maximum security, but it was the place where political prisoners and so forth were kept. And so they were there, according to verse 17, all together for three days, and there's no telling. What all they said to one another, but we know that they said in verse 21 They said to one another, We are truly guilty concerning our brother, for we saw the anguish of his soul when he pleaded with us, and we would not hear. Therefore, this distress has come upon us. Let me just say to you when a man does something that he knows displeases God, And uh, whether it is great or whether it's small, there is a sense of guilt that will not go away. You see, God is the only one that can remove guilt. God is the only one that can remove shame and guilt is there. And when you have wronged God and you've done something that maybe is hidden and no one else knows, then believe me, you know about it and God knows about it. And he will bring that to your mind. And it begins to be if you do not deal with sin in the way that God has assigned for us to do, then it will eat you up. It will dry up your bones. It will be with you day and night. And every time something goes wrong in your life, you will think back to what you did because you've never dealt with it. You see, when we cover our sin, God will uncover it in our lives. When we uncover it, God in his mercy will cover it. Don't ever forget that. What we uncover, God will cover. What we cover, God will uncover until we deal with it. The only way we can deal with sin is to agree with God about it. Confess our sin unto the Lord. And God will every time when we repent of that sin, turn from that sin, confess that sin, He is faithful and He is just. That is, He will forgive us every time. He is just in doing that because Jesus has shed His blood that we could be forgiven. And He has paid for that sin. And He will so forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That is what the Apostle John said in First John chapter one and verse 9. So the brothers were now to stay behind, and Simeon was bound before their eyes, according to verse 24, and was held off to prison, and Joseph gave command that their sacks be filled with grain and that all their money be put back in their sacks. And sure enough, when they were going back and they had made camp on their way going back north unto Jacob, their father, they found out that indeed the money had been in return. And again, it struck fear into their hearts. And the reason that Joseph let them go back is because he said, you can go back, but you cannot come back. Don't come back unless you bring that youngest son, because I'm testing you to see whether you are spies or not, whether they were telling the truth that they did have another brother. So Joseph was testing them, and it was a legitimate test. So he kept Simeon with him and said, bring your youngest brother. Well, of course, Joseph wanted to see the youngest brother because it was his only true brother on earth. They probably looked alike, talked alike, because they had the same mother and the same father, because it was. Benjamin, who was born, and when he was born, remember Rachel just outside of Bethlehem died, and Jacob buried her there. He named him the son of my right hand, Ben Yamin. And so now we're in chapter 43. They are back home. Jacob was frightened, they all were, because Simeon was in Egypt. Joseph had already, he thought, died. Now they came back and said, Dad, we're going to have to go back. Because we've got to eat, and our families are going to go hungry. We have some left, but we've got to go back, and we've got to take Benjamin with us. And they said, oh, no. He said, oh, no, you're not going to take Benjamin back with you. Simeon, I've already lost. Joseph, I've already lost. And if Benjamin dies, I just cannot take it. And so he wouldn't listen to them whatsoever. And so finally, finally, Judah... By the way, it is obvious now that Judah is the leader of all of the tribes. Now Judah is the one that is taking charge. He is the leader. He is the ruler. And he says, Dad, listen. We've got to take Benjamin. Now, you entrust this boy to me. Remember, he was much older. He was the fourth from the top. He was prominent. He was in charge. He was no doubt had his own wealth, his own family. And so he said, Dad, send him with me. And listen, I'll bear his guilt for the rest of my days. And this was a big deal. Because he said, I will take whatever you can dish out because I'm going to take the responsibility to bring Benjamin back and I will bear this for the rest of my days. That meant not only his, but all of his lineage after him would bear the brunt of this. And that was a very serious thing. And he said, look, dad, if, if we had gone on when we first got back here and when we really needed this and not been stalling, then we could have already been back with food and we could have had Simeon and all. of us could have been back together again. And so Jacob finally relented and in verse 12 of 43, he says, take double money in your hand, take back in your hand the money that was returned to you as well as enough to buy food. Maybe it was just an oversight. Maybe they didn't realize what was going on, but we need to go over and above. And so finally Jacob said in verse 14, and may God Almighty give you mercy before the man that he may Release your other brother and Benjamin And then he said if I am bereaved I am bereaved In other words I'm going to give this to God I'm going to trust God I am between a rock and a hard place Because I am in charge I'm the patriarch of this family And the entire family is going to die If I don't do something And so if I lose another child Or if I lose two children I'm just going to have to trust God with this Wow What a dilemma but Jacob made the right choice. And so the men took all of their food. They took all that they were giving as a gift to Joseph. And verse 16 says, when Joseph saw Benjamin with them, he said to the steward of his house, take these men to my home and slaughter an animal and make ready for these men will dine with me at noon. Then the man did as Joseph ordered and the man brought the men into Joseph's house. And that was grievous. You see, when you're guilt ridden, like these brothers were from what they had, they had never dealt with this before god they had never told the truth as they knew it. They had kept their father dangling for all of these years, thinking Joseph was dead. They just outright lied to him. And they were so afraid of their father and his reaction that he would disown them, that they would be disowned. And so anything that came up, as you notice, the first thing they say is, oh no, we're in trouble. This is bad. This is because of what we did. This is the way guilt and shame is. Folks, listen, if God has dealt with you about something. If there is that secret sin that you're dealing with and it has eaten you up for years, it has kept you from growing. It has kept you from going on with God. Get it out. Settle it with God. You don't have to deal with anybody else unless God tells you to, but you've got to come clean with God because you see, he already knows. Just confess it to him. Agree with him about it. Say, God, you knew this all along and Lord, I'm so sorry that I have done this and that I have hidden this. God, forgive me, cleanse me, wash me. God will give you next steps. Don't worry about that. Just do what you know to do and repent of that and confess it because every time something comes up, you're going to go back to this and think that's the Reason for everything, and it could have something to do with it, but you've got to deal with it. And so when they were invited into Joseph's house in verse 23, they were spoken to kindly by a steward because they were afraid and it was obvious that they had their money given back to them and so forth and so they brought it up to the steward and this must have been a comfort. Peace be with you. Do not be afraid. Your God and the God of your father. Wow. Here is an Egyptian Joseph's steward talking about God and he's talking about their God has given you treasure in your sacks. I had your money. Then he brought Simeon out to them. Now, this had to be a relief to them. They didn't understand all the why about it, but it had to be a relief. And so uh, they brought them into the house. And notice, as you read down through chapter 43, that Joseph seated them according to their birth order. Now, you're talking about blowing their minds. That's exactly what happened. I mean, that must have mystified them. Verse 29 picks up on this dramatic emotional story. Then he lifted his eyes and saw his brother Benjamin. He's talking about Joseph. His mother's son. He must have looked like Joseph. He must have looked like his mother because he mentioned it. He mentioned that it's the mother's son. Yes, that many was his brother, but Benjamin must have looked like Rachel because it made him mention his mother. And he said, is this your younger brother whom you spoke to me? And he said unto him, God be gracious to you, my son. Now verse 30 says, now his heart yearned for his brother, so Joseph made haste and sought somewhere to weep. And he went into his chamber and wept there. He was overcome with emotion. This is the first time that he realized just the gravity once again of all that had happened. You remember God had blessed with two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, and life was going on and now all of this is coming up. And he was almost beside himself and so he set them in order around but when he served him, Benjamin, according to verse 34, Benjamin's serving was five times as much as any of theirs so they drank and were merry with him and so Joseph went on with his brothers. This is a dynamic story that's unfolding. You cannot miss the next chapter because God starts moving God starts moving in their lives, and over the next couple of chapters, oh my, what a wonderful story. Now, you see, Hollywood needs to do this, a producer needs to do this, somebody needs to do this story, and not mess with it. You see, you don't have to add anything to it. Why? Because it's the story of God. What a storyline. What drama. What an episode after episode after episode of this deep emotional drama that's going on. And Joseph is about to hit the nail on the head. Are you ready? Next time with On The Way, this is Tony Crisp. Thanks for listening to On The Way with Tony Crisp.